Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you asked yourself if you're really a runner. Welcome to episode 76. Today we're talking about tolerating when things become boring. You heard that right, boring. Because your tolerance for when things get boring spells success in your running routine. Because you won't quit when your routine becomes boring. Tolerating boring means that you're literally setting yourself up for success and taking your running routine to the next level. Today's quote goes like this. If you want to become significantly better at anything, you have to fall in love with the process of doing it. You have to fall in love with building the identity of someone who does the work rather than merely dreaming about the results that you want. And this is by James Cleary. Tolerating boring will help you when your mind wants to skip ahead in the run. You know those runs that feel a little bit like deja vu because you run the same trail so often and your mind remembers what it feels like. But by tolerating boring, you'll be able to bring your mind back to the now and stay engaged. This is why learning running form is amazing. You keep your mind engaged in the process, not entertained by something non-activity related. So you might say, I don't have tolerance for boring. I can't be in boring. It makes me desperate to find a way out of, which of course could be linked to you running faster in order to finish your run faster. Just kidding. But in all seriousness, this is where thought awareness training is so valuable. You don't want to rely on being entertained, even if it's NPR or the highbrow content 24-7. There's a difference between being in your thought and seeing your thought for what it is from a bird's eye view. And the results are radically different. When I used to be in the I hate running camp, I had no tolerance for what I perceived as boring. Running or being in discomfort. I wanted to get out of it as fast as possible. My mental stamina was as limited as my physical stamina. I finished up listening to Atomic Habits the other day, which has been a great listen, by the way, and something stood out to me towards the end. I think one of the reasons I've been so successful at sticking to my habits, my 4 a.m. morning routine is legitimately 10 years old this year, and working out in the morning is also about 10 years old, becoming a runner and running all my practice runs by myself, not counting my dogs, of course, I'm currently up to five times a week of running. I attribute this to my tolerance for boring. That's right, 
pouring. In the book, Atomic Habits, the author James Cleary relates a conversation he had with a seasoned fitness coach who had trained Olympic caliber athletes. After sharing the usual traits you'd expect the best athletes to possess, the coach pointed out that what separated the amateur from the professionals was who can handle the boredom of training every day, doing the same lifts over and over and over. And this is interesting for us amateur runners because we can take a page from the professionals' books, show up for when our training plan calls for it on every single run, because even professionals feel the same lack of motivation as everyone else does. Sometimes we think the grass is greener in the professionals' camp, maybe, or in the runners that we perceive are better, in quotation mark, runners than us. But what the book proves is that even professionals feel the same lack of motivation as everyone else. Now, the difference is that the professionals still show up despite the boredom or the monotony of the routine. And if you're a diehard listener of this podcast, I know you already find ways to show up for you. But I like the takeaway from Cleary's book. Boredom is okay. And the opportunity it holds for us to create capacity, mental capacity, even physical capacity for tolerating being bored. This is where you'll see growth happening because as humans, we typically avoid boredom at all cost. It's the ability to work when work isn't easy that makes a difference. In our case, it's the ability to show up for a training run and run it even when it doesn't feel easy. And your brain will show very legitimate excuses your way. Uh-oh, but I have too many things going on today. I'll have to wait till another day to run. Or, I need more sleep. I'm too tired. Or, like the one my brain used on me this morning, you should probably make it four miles only this morning instead of five since you got out the door really late and still have to shower and get to work on time. Hmm. Well, this morning, my brain won out. However, it means that for one of my subsequent runs this week, I'll add an extra mile to the distance to finish at my planned 30 mile for the week. All right, I think boredom is linked to impatience. When we're impatient in our runs and any other activity really, we're focused on the end outcome, whether it's finishing the run or the half marathon training plan or whatever distance you're running. And so we become destination focused. I'm sure you felt this yourself. You wanted your results like yesterday, right? And when they don't happen, we get impatient and bored. If on the other hand, we can be process oriented, we stand a much better chance of being at being in the run and the run becomes a focus. I'm going to guess that most of us probably run the same handful of trails every week or routes every week. For me, during the week, it's dark when I run. I literally run in the light of a headlamp. So it's not the pretty mountain view that draws me out for a run. The sunrise comes at the very end of the run, which I love to catch, but it's not what gets me out the door Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning either. 
running the same routes over and over again is very predictable and frequently I notice these future thoughts that are ahead of my steps in my mind. This is when I'm not in the process but running to check it off, to check it off my to-do list. It's being in the run. So I bring my thoughts back to what I'm doing right now. I find a form focus to tune into or several to cycle through, you know, like posture or ankle lift or fall from my ankles. And this is through thought awareness. You become aware of when you're in a thought or if you're observing a thought. Meditation is a great habit to develop this skill and just so we're clear, the point of meditation is not to have a blank mind. It's to become aware when your thoughts are taking you for another spin, whether it's your to-do list or what somebody said to you yesterday or so on. Noticing this is thought awareness. And then you can acknowledge those thoughts and let them go by focusing on your breath, for instance. So I want to leave you with this quote by Thomas Sterner, who wrote a book I think is amazing. It's called The Practicing Mind. And the subtitle of the book is Developing Focus and Discipline in Your Life. The quote goes like this. Staying in the present moment is one of the hardest lessons to learn. We're always dropping out of the now and letting our minds lead us around by the nose to who knows where, end of quote. So creating tolerance for boredom, runner friend, will help you take your running to the next level, in my opinion. So on your next run, give it a try and let me know what you think. All right, if you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel happier, more confident, and empowered on your runs, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the type of runs you desire. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. As your coach, I'll be there to support you along the way. There'll be a link in the show notes to sign up for a Zoom call with me. All right, runner friend, that's it. If you enjoyed this episode, I invite you to share it with a runner friend who might benefit from this material. Run happy, my friend. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.